to the Otaku Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. Today's episode is going to be... This is this is a bad idea. <laughs> the more I think about this podcast, the more I think it's a bad idea. I kept warning everybody. This, this is a bad idea. I mean, everything about this is a bad idea. Yes. I. The concept you're going to explain here in a minute is something I got a kick out of it the, the, the first time we ever thought of it. And now it's like, I even in the idea of doing the first one is annoying because of what we'd be saying against it. And in, it's even annoying in the second part because it feels like I'm being condescending of what we're talking about. So, And then the third part's going to be just us probably burning bridges. Yes, this is, so this is going to be the probably... I've told everybody this is going to be probably the most divisive podcast i've ever done i i hope everybody understands the mentality in which i'm going into this this is not to hurt people this is to bring us all together because i want us to understand what it is that we truly love about uh anime and to do that i've got to kind of poke some fun at some friends in a lot of directions and Granted, only about three or four podcasts actually acknowledge us as people. So, <laughs> um, I'm this is a scattershot at a lot of people, and I want everybody to understand it's in good nature. I want to bring us together as a community and say, Look, anybody can do what everybody is doing. We're going to show you that what we're trying to do is push forward in a direction that is what we all want and so i'm going to hopefully make y'all think that's the main point of this podcast because you don't normally think and we're trying to help i'm not saying that nobody thinks i'm saying that i'm I'm trying to make people think. i'm poking at you so what's the concept here um so the warning people what's coming up i've got to warn everybody because everybody knows that the way we are we're very very much against spoilers and one big imp important part of this is we're going to be going full spoilers open um two shows that we are going to discuss is wolf children and aria aa double a ammo aa yeah um so if you haven't watched them or are or you care about the spoilers please do not listen 
Um, you can, if you want to, you can skip through. I seriously doubt you're going to get the main gist of what we're going to do here. But I'll put, put uh, timestamps in the in the feed thing for the podcast, so you can look at the timestamps when everything's done, and you can just get our points afterwards. The other important thing is if you if you've not listened to our podcast before, we really really ask that you go ahead and skip this. Go and listen to a couple of other other podcasts and get an idea of who we are because this is not who we are and I don't want anybody to get a misconstrued impression of who we are. Um, we are going to be not ourselves in this episode, for lack of a better term. Hopefully it'll be fun for a lot of people because they don't get to see this side of us very often. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, but just to kind of repeat it for him... Uh, if you have not watched Wolf Children or Aria the Scarlet Ammo, AA, uh, we'll be going to another, our next segment is going to be going into quote unquote reviewing them. And so we'll be mentioning a couple spoilers in there, mainly Wolf Children. I don't think there really is much to spoil with Aria. Well, yeah, I guess I can spoil some things with that one. So <laughs> we'll, we'll say both of them. If you haven't watched them, uh, either watch them or if you don't care about them, you should care about Wolf Children specifically. So, well, Wolf Children, it, well, let's let's just do <laughs> yeah yeah um so yeah we're gonna we're gonna close out for here we're gonna transition to our next segment do our two reviews and then transition back in and do some discussion so uh again if you have not watched those two and you want to skip forward check the feed for this and check to see where our timestamps are and you can just skip to that point but if not hang around and hopefully you'll be entertained or annoyed I, this is a bad idea this is a really bad idea, really bad idea. <laughs> Welcome to the Elitist Devils Podcast. This is Christopher, and I'm joined with Andy. Oh, hold on. <laughs> I about to spat out my tea. <laughs> Yo. So, Andrew, I heard that we watched this movie called Wolf Children. I, I, I am very annoyed by the fact that people even suggested watching this. I... I, I don't I don't know what they were thinking. I, I really don't. I don't know what they were thinking. <laughs> this... Appen- apparently, it, this this to give you an idea of what Wolf Children is, I, I would go into the writers and the directors, but nobody really cares about these people because if you do know who they are, you're just gonna end up running into more of their stuff, and you just, you should stay away from this kind of stuff. It's yeah. it's, it's volatile to uh, filmmaking, uh, but we'll get more than that later. Yeah. I, I just want to put this out there ahead of time. This is a crap movie. I I just I I I I the only people that I could honestly see watching this movie are moronic furry 
loving pedophiles with urination fetishes who they're the only ones There's who would so watch much this peeing crap. and talking about peeing <laughs> i know i mean it all starts with this 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 girl who is who's going to college and it's it's dumb how like with all of that she has going for her at that time this this guy just suddenly catches her interest and she's just stuck on this man 30 minutes like he what did he do did he did he give her money i mean she had no reason for going after this guy talk about a waste of time i sat there and i all i could think of is how much time we're wasting discussing this stupid love interest when this girl is trying to put pave her way into the future and educate herself and and become something more enlightened but a guy so that's that's what she's going after not to mention that we had to become a wolf why i don't know oh but of course it's a it's a good wolf Oh, doesn't immediately eat her. Whoa, 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 whoa. We gotta, we gotta break our... We gotta I guess break there was the... some eating going on. It was, was disgusting. <laughs> Full-on porno scene. scene. I'm telling you. Full-on porno scene. Just, I don't know. I, I, I literally was waiting for this wolf to start licking her in the face. And she's okay with this. He's like, yeah. I'm sorry. And she's like, That's, it's okay. I like wolves, like guys, apparently. Like I said, apparently. furries. Not, this, is, this is who's targeted in this movie. I mean, I mean, seriously, if if I was if I was a person who just was encountered by a wolf person, I think I would scream and run away. Yeah, probably. But no, I mean, she's like that, that's yeah, kind of outside of normal things. But she doesn't mind. So she apparently she's mental in some cases because she doesn't seem bothered by the fact that this guy is a wolf. So. We'll go with it. We're gonna we're gonna go and sleep together. Now that I just found out you're a wolf man, let's immediately go sleep with each other. Cause we need that in this show. This is supposed to be a family show and we got sleeping together happening. So when all of this comes around, she eventually gets pregnant by a wolf. I mean, remember people, this is a wolf. So I guess this is important and into the future we go and we get two wolf kids. Yes. One can't stop peeing, and the other one can't stop crying. The one that can't stop peeing is just all over the place, breaking everything. This this is the worst mom in the world. Cannot control these two kids. And to add to that, the fact that she suddenly, the baby gets sick, and that whole thing happens where she can't figure out where to go. But, but I, I you know, I, I totally forget. Before this even happens, our our father... Our idiot father, who can't seem to go to a convenience store, goes jumping off of a bridge to catch a bird. I, instincts, apparently. I That just... <laughs> Another reason why not to marry a wolf, people. Uh, just, just say it. He's smart enough to go to school. <laughs> He's smart enough to bag a woman. But when it comes to... Going to the convenience store. Getting food, he... <laughs> Whatever, throw throw everything in the wind, jump into the water, just because we want to make everybody sad and tragedy. Oh, boo-hoo. Like we haven't seen character. that a million times. Oh, my gosh. He really honestly deserved to get thrown in the back of that truck. Probably. Probably. Just, <laughs> but that just kind of just transitioned to, what, the, the whole thing with them going out into the middle of nowhere and... 
Uh, well, no, the, 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 the people no, came we, to go see the, 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 the yeah, mother. Yeah, because they realized, somebody finally realized that this mom didn't know how to take care of two kids. I mean, probably, kids because, nonstop. The, probably because of the silica thing. Couldn't take them to a vet or a child. Just take them to the hospital. The kid's dying. Is the kid's life worth your stupid secret? I mean, seriously, take the kid to a fat doctor. Well, I'm glad I kept your secret. Uh, tap, tap, uh, tombstone. <laughs> I kept your secret. Don't worry. You're dead, but yeah, yeah. Sorry, what, what, what mom leaves out silica for a kid? I mean, apparently one that wants to kill their children. That's right. Well, they're wolf kids. So, I, so let's just put them out of their memory, apparently. So finally, somebody realizes this mom doesn't know how to take care of her kids, and they call the Child Protective Services in on them. They start beating down the wall, and, and then they stop. I mean, who? what kind of... Ch- these guys need to be fired. Like a door appeared in front of us. We can't go any further. Let's not save the kids. Oh, she moved away. Can't follow her. Can't I just, I just her hate up. the idea. She's going to another school, but apparently we can't find them because oh, they left that building, and that's all we knew where they were at. Some of the worst writing, I, I promise you. <laughs> like these gigantic plot holes happening right there. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I guess all this other crap happened. Like they went to another location, started farming, and people giving them food, who, and who, still did, talking see, about we poop. Spent, we spent 30 minutes fixing the house first. Yeah, that was kind of boring. It was ex- Stupid boring. I want to watch people clean houses. I'll watch QVC. The kid's still peeing everywhere. We have to bring up the point that there's no no animals in the area because she's peeing everywhere. I mean... Oh, then there's the whole fact that we keep seeing the children in bathtubs. Yeah, that too. Like, like I really want to see a bunch of children in bathtubs. (laughs) Just, 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 I don't, I don't... It goes back to what you were saying earlier, the whole furry things. This is is just a show for furry lovers and lollicons, apparently. Yeah. Because that's what we have to have on the screen half the time. Pretty Nothing much. else. Just just bath scenes and and fights and then another bath scene right afterwards. And then oh, yeah, fighting the fight, from the bath the scene. The mom can't control these kids for 15 minutes. They, they start tearing into each other. Not to mention they're, wol- they're half wolves. So they're turning into wolves. And that's like, have you ever seen an animal fight? That makes no fight? sense. It, that makes no sense why they're just transitioning back and forth. It was brutal. Like that would I mean you would think that their skin would get destroyed by them transforming back and forth between a human and a wolf. I mean you can't just have hair fly no, out of your no, body. No, what tops it all Where's the is, hair where does the hair stay when they change back into humans? I don't know. It's under the skin you, or something? Think, what tops it all is they go out into the middle of the forest for whatever reason. It, just mom is an idiot. And they go out into the middle of the forest and they get separated or something. I don't. I don't know. I. I, I stopped caring about what the the movie was talking about around that point. I. I think I. I probably at some point went at one point five speed because I just was getting annoyed at this entire thing, and I decided. You know, suddenly they decide to throw the 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 younger boy off the side of the the river into and beat his head against a rock because. I don't know. The mom can't control the kids. Like I said before, I mean, these are two, these are what, eight and nine-year-old kids? I mean, you know better than to leave a nine-year-old kid alone for more than two minutes. You just don't. It's a bad idea. Yeah. Oh, by the way, spoilers, like we even care. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Resuscitate the kid, whatever. Uh, Just a, a fake jump at some kind of 
tragic death happening in the show. And it's not like I actually want anybody to watch this movie. I mean, this is this is utter garbage. I mean, I I wouldn't wish this upon my worst enemy. Oh, it, it it didn't it kind of just transition to girl is in love with some boy and the boy finds a secret. And, and besides, what about a spoiler warning? The movie's like what two years old? Probably more like four years, probably. Yeah, I mean, you should have watched it by now if you're we're going to watch it. Otherwise, you don't really give a crap. And I don't think that you should care anyway. It's it's garbage. Yeah, we hit all the points. I, I'm 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 getting bored just talking about this show. That's right. Yeah. Oh yeah, the, the the girl gets a boyfriend, gets to tax him. Yeah, she, don't seem be, to care. She, she like tries to rip off his face. Yeah, parents seem to care for like two minutes, and then they're back to being okay with them being around each other. That make any yeah. sense? But whatever. And then boy runs off with a wolf or a fox. No, it was a fox, wasn't it? Yeah, a fox. Just runs because off because they fox. kept going to this. This was, you know what? You you had to bring up the fox because you know they had to go into a zoo. To see a wolf. Why can't you take care of your animals in this area? I mean, the, the poor well, thing that, looked like he was problem. The dead. kid's not at school. She's just taking him to yeah, a That's work. true. But see, the girl, the, the girl didn't know how to take care of her kids the entire their entire lives. There's no wonder one of the kids ran away. The other one... Oh, Obviously, she the, the you know she turned into a delinquent. Well, probably, because she just nearly killed some kid very that's true. later point of this yeah. movie. I don't know. I... None of it makes any sense. It's just for, I guess, again, like I said, furry lovers, lolly lovers. Uh, I guess you'd find some kind of sentimental value in here if you could actually care about some woman who can't take care of her children. The children end up either leaving or you know what? trying to Be- leave. The best character in the show was that old man. He was the only one that made half an ounce of sense. Well, yeah, because he was the one that was trying to put any kind of sense into nonsense woman here right. who can't even take care of her kids. Oh, good job moving out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, looks like you can't even take care of a garden. Well, let me show you how to because you decided to move here before you learned how to run a garden. Right? That's it, it, just like jumping and diving into water before you figured out that you can't breathe underneath it. Right? I I don't know. I don't know. This is... Uh, the let, music's let, bad. Say, you the, know, the directing's yeah. bad. It looks terrible. I mean, they're... Oh, yeah, the art. I mean, talk about simplistic... Like, it, half the time, it looked like her cheek was swollen off to one side. It looked terrible. I mean, I, I guess the wolves look kind of decent, but then they, they kept changing back into humans, and f- their hair was disappearing in the middle of thin air somehow. It looks like like Snoopy, but with hair on it. It, it, it was... it was something The like faces that. were horrible. Something like that. Uh, is there anything else we need to talk about here before we can actually no, move on to something decent? No, just, just, just burn it. Uh, I'm done with it. Good, yeah. Don't don't watch don't watch this movie. It's not worth your time. Unless you're a furry lover. Then go watch so, it. So, I mean, we might as well talk about a couple of things that are like a million times better than this. Obviously, Pupa. It's yes, family yes, done right. Well, it's it's self sacrifice and embodied into a short. I mean, I that that show literally needed more time to work with because I think so. not that it was bad for the time that it had to work with it. It's just like if you gave it more time, it would have just been a masterpiece. It would have been something that you could spend more time watching and enjoying. Literally, right? Exactly. It's, as a short, it's perfect, but as a as a full length, it would be like more perfect. Exactly. But yeah, just embodiment of. Of perfection, it, it's it's self sacrifice that's happening in that show. Uh, just deep meanings to everything that's happening. The symbolisms that are kind of just flowing out of the characters. 
you can't top it. It's, so you have any suggestions? Um, school days is a good one. School days? Yes, yes, because it 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 gets into family forming in a, in a certain way. Relationships are building, just like with the beginning of this one. But you don't have furries, right? You have you right. have young love blossoming in a school, but one doesn't turn around and say, "Hey, I'm a wolf," and then they start <laughs> happening on the screen. I got you. It, it's it, the other one's just wolf children are disgusting. This one actually handles relationships properly. They're in a school environment. They're having a relationship together, and those relationships are blossoming. It, it gets into real life kind of situations with these characters as they move on with their, their relationship. You know, I, I just to top it all Not, off... Let's just run off to a random farm area and farm crap. You, you know, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to just... You know, I know this is this is outside, but you know what? I don't give a crap. Game of Thrones. Far better than this show in a million years. Moms that actually truly would do anything for their children. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. And there's no furries. And there's no furries, exactly. <laughs> I don't need no more furries in any of these movies. See, the, the, all these great shows know that you can have a good show without catering to these people that want furries. You don't have to cater to these people that want cute little girls and lolly characters that you want to just love. No, they're, they're about real stuff. They're about true situations and moving forward with lives. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I got you. So our next review is Arya, the Scarlet Ammo, AA. Can we finally start talking about something that's worth Gush our time? Worthy? It's worth our time? Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, this one has a great list of directors and writers. Don't even take your time to listen to me babble about them. Go out there right now and go look at these writers and these directors and get a full list. I, I, we would take too much time to list all these great shows these people are working on. Go there, absorb these works because... This is this is true writing right here. This is true work of art right here. Uh, this essentially is following some girl who uh, is. What's great about this is it is a sequel to the Aria the Scarlet Ammo. Is it a sequel? I thought it was a side. It, it's well, y'all get to the point why I think it's a sequel is because Aria the Scarlet Ammo was okay. All right, but what's what's fantastic about AA is it's where. Yeah, you do have this character who is looking up to uh, Arya, this girl. Akari is, like, essentially dreams and aspirations. It yeah. starts out where uh, it's showing her how much she likes this one person. You, 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 I mean, the directing's perfect. I mean, they have the walls are covered with her, with her, this person that she looks up to. Okay. She's got these posters. D- d- excellent shot composition. Put right, in, put right. In it's... It doesn't even have to tell you. It's showing you how much she adores this person. All right. And it goes through her struggle in trying to become She's even dreaming an apprentice. About her. Yeah. yeah. She was even dreaming is. about her. It, it shows the depths of it when you start getting into dreams yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But she has such dreams and aspirations of following this one person because she looks up to this person. But what it turns into is her finding her own self. I got you. It's yeah. not I, about I, I Arya. And it, I mean, the only thing I would probably say is the fault of this entire series is the title. It should have been Akari, the Scarlet Ammo, AAA. Because, but that's fine though, because I think they were probably doing it for a purpose. They put Arya up that, on that top part because they wanted to show kind of a transition of Akari turning to be greater than Arya, the title of the show. Okay. If you can become greater than the title itself, okay. it's just. Mind blowing. You, you, you blow my mind. Mind, mind blowing. <laughs> mind blowing. 
The action scenes were fantastic. I mean, they had this whole scene where she was fighting uh, one of the members of her of her class, one of her class. Uh, her, we don't want to spoil wanna... anything in this one. No, because, no, because we want you to watch this movie. I'll just say it's a competition. I'll just say yeah, that. I got you. Um, and they're out in this kind of uh, this building area where there's all these bikes laid out, and there's a shootout that's happening. Literally, these visuals look like something out of like Ghibli or or Ufootable. I mean the. They were shooting at each other. It looked amazing. The action was just top notch. It looked so. It, it, it had this ability. Real, it had this, still anime. It it still it had this this ability to balance between their their um what what is that called the um, the frames? They had had an ability to kind of hide their 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 kind of freeze frames just for a second to get to the next the next action beat and they they did whatever there was so a freeze well. frame you knew that was for purpose there exactly. was there was there was composition happening there was so much in that image and they were wanting you to absorb what was happening exactly. like when they were they were they'd stuck on the character and you would hear the gunshots it was really trying to give you an idea of the isolation the character was feeling i got you at that moment you can feel the emotion just spewing from the screen because of what she was facing at that time i got you it's 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 fantastic writing i mean top notch kind of stuff and then there was the ending which i don't want to get into what was happening in ending but the final episode started revealing a bunch of characters it was fleshing them out within that one episode it was i was connected to the characters they were doing so much development with those characters and they were just revealing these characters it was so well done i i i'm i'm just I'm beside myself. I, I, cannot. I, you know, I think that one thing that this show really, truly did was grab the characters, their, the archetypes, and everything from the first ep, the first season. Exactly. Dragged them into the second season, added a couple of extra ones, fleshed them out, brought out new aspects to them. Not to mention taking the main protagonist and f- inverting that main character. But I won't go into that anymore. Well, see, the, the thing I see with the archetypes is, like, some people would say, oh, my gosh, they're just reusing the archetypes. And it's like, you, you're not seeing the bigger picture of this. Let me let me, let me me explain this to you. See, Well, well, you do understand. <laughs> We're the experts here. Yeah. We're the elitist devils. We not. tell you what is good. See, when you have this idea of taking these, par- I call them paralleled archetypes. It's paralleling them. It's doing it for a purpose. It's you could say it as it's being uh, it's it's joking about having those those similarities, but I think it's where it's taking them, it's drawing parallels, and then it's evolving the characters. So it's not just because well, the first well, season well, there were technically well, okay. archetypes and there were tropes, but within this one, they're taking them and they're taking them to a whole new level. Let's take Akari for example. Watch watch Akari from the beginning. She comes in as the shadow of Arya. During the entire show, she's being tortured, um, tortured by her past, and and then in the in the towards the end of the show, she's becoming stronger than anybody in that show. Right, 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 right. It's, it's amazing. Just, Talk about dynamics. I mean, this is how you write a character. Just truly developing the characters. I mean, such such strength in the characters in that regard. Uh, I I. You, we just need to stop here because you need to go out there. You need to watch this show because, and if you don't see the the perfection that is in the writing, I I don't I don't know how to help you. You're obviously missing what's truly amazing about this show. You know what? It just, I 
just go and watch the show. I mean, after all, I, I'm going to go ahead and close it out with this and say, look, y'all just go and watch this show. After all, we're the smart ones here and we tell you what is good. We're so you're so lucky to be fans of our show. And so I'm going to go ahead and close it out with this and um, uh, make sure to go ahead and check us out at that that site that we have. I mean, I don't even think that we have time to deal with the site. I mean, maybe we'll post this up for you guys. But um, for for now, just I was thinking of actually putting them up on eBay. Putting them up on eBay. Well, I'll put them up on eBay. You see how search. much see how much everybody goes ahead and bids for our oh, our show. No, I mean, well, I'll just put a, a buy. I'll let everybody be able to buy it. Oh, okay. I'll just put it there, you know, like maybe twenty bucks each. All right. I mean, that's underselling ourselves, but I, I think I'm so. sure I'm sure people would want to buy it. I think I think everybody would be happy to to get it at such a honest discount. It's oh, twenty dollars. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, our shows are worth what a thousand dollars. I mean, each? literally, if you listen to you're this, you're spending time with us. We're we're giving our times to you. If you listen to this, this just prevented you from buying the terrible movie that is Wolf Children. That's and true. Wolf Children's like thirty bucks. Yeah, that's very true. We saved you that. 20 bucks towards an episode. Yo, it's that much. So, we're going to go ahead and close it out with this. Posh, posh. <laughs> posh, posh. <laughs> uh. That was really terrible. <laughs> it was really terrible. I I don't even know how I can bring up points on a show that I haven't watched in like a year <laughs> and is completely forgettable. And then I have to basically well, the snub wolf at children, it the in wolf a children one, way. The wolf children one was really easy. And, and it wasn't because no, it, was it wasn't easy. easy. It, no, okay, I don't mean it was easy because it was easy to do that trash. Because like, honestly, everybody, I hated doing that. <laughs> but at only because he's a furry time, loving lollycon. That's because I'm a furry loving lollycon. <laughs> but no, I, I I just bet at my own people. <laughs> but I honestly it. it why it was easy is because I remembered beat for beat that show, that movie. It just was so, it's so ingrained in my head. I love it so much. It That and all the bad criticisms it was getting? Well, I think that one criticism was pretty much an easy pot shot. It was easy to throw that one in there. <laughs> but he was talking about that stupid love mix scene. But no, um, it, it, it was easy for me to do it mostly because I've, I just, I, out of our two times watching the movie, did we watch it two or three times? I want to say three times. But it was just so burned into my head, and I love it so much. It was easy to just play the show, the movie through my head and just see those scenes, scene for scene. And just, it was like, now, if I was being, and this is what the thought experiment is. This is really, the, the really what we were trying to say in this experiment was anybody can pick apart a show. It's easy to do it doesn't matter how how much how you don't have to be super smart to do it you don't have to be all you got to do is say eh, that didn't work for me so boom this is why and 
just as long as you can make a halfway intelligent reason why that is a bad problem for you, people will accept it as a criticism because that's technically what criticism is, right? Right. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, you, do you want to hit all of your points first or is because you have <laughs> this picked, is a Chris outline. <laughs> we picked we picked the show. We picked uh, actually I picked a show. I, I, I really, really wanted Andy to pick help me pick these shows because I didn't want to do more children. But. The the main reason why I picked it is because my audience, our audience, our friends, they really, really know that we don't hate wolf children. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you've listened to us for half a year, you know that we've probably brought up wolf children at some point. And so it was an easy one to say, look, we know Chris and Andrew don't hate wolf children. So what is it that they're really trying to say here? And at the same time, Arya... While we didn't, <laughs> I, I, I even kind of chuckled there for a second. I was trying to keep myself in control. Yeah, um, you failed. <laughs> especially but, at the beginning. The uh, Aria was, it wasn't that we thought it was a bad show. It was just, it was a show that we weren't hot on. Let's just put it that way. And yeah, you would probably have to go digging through our, our archives to find that. And if you had listened to us, you probably just erased it from your memory because one of the few shows that Chris and Andrew, I mean, Pupa, we, we mentioned that one all the time, but that was an easy, that's an easy toss out. And I didn't want to do that one because it was just, I don't think that there was enough there to yank out of it. You know, I mean, the problem with Arya was the fact of, I wanted to like it because I loved Arya, the Scarlet Animal, the original, but with that one, even though we probably the idea of the reused archetypes it was really its fault it didn't really have something sustained there but like i said before it was like it sucks having to have that as the joke thing there because it's technically putting a big old spotlight at it that this is a terrible show in our opinion no no it really is a case of this didn't do anything for me and now i'm having to do something that was i mean that was literally us trying to pull at something that we were negative on I guess you could, we could have put uh, uh, In Search of Lost Future, but we didn't watch the rest of that one, so we can't really sit there and make a joke about the entire show. I, I probably could have used the um, Man, the that spaceship. That telescope. So much <laughs> symbolism. That telescope. It disappears <laughs> in the next frame, and it tells you some kind of symbolism to the future. Because they can't see into the future. <laughs> <laughs> they can't look into the stars and see their future. <laughs> Symbolism. It's such a wonderful thing. <laughs> uh, so, but I guess I mean, if you want to keep on that idea, I it really is something that is truly annoying in the idea of picking apart something. It's it's something that I've seen way too often. Um, there's even entire channels devoted to. I'm going to pick apart this show from the very first episode. And I'm going to, next episode. I'm going to do another picking apart of it, and it's always this idea of. I, I watch these and it, it's just I get aggravated within the first ten minutes or not the first ten minutes the first minute because all it really is is the scene opens up with this character doing this and that's really dumb because this 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 and then he does this and that doesn't make any sense because of something that's going to be explained five episodes later but I'm going to pick it apart now before it's explained later because it's really actually all it's doing is foreshadowing something but I can't I don't see the foreshadowing right now because I haven't seen that part yet so I'm gonna pick it apart anyways and make it into an entire five minute tirade about how terrible this scene is because I don't understand why the character is doing what he's doing right anybody can do that I mean I would I would almost say I, I would almost want to just have us sit here and record us watching wolf children so we can pick it apart from beginning to end because 
that's really the idea here. And that's something that sparked me and got me annoyed. And what made me do in a separate outline, which ended up coming into this outline, was the idea of hyperanalyzing things. Why do people feel it necessary to hyperanalyze things? Uh, we hyperanalyzed Cabaneri, but it was more of me... Tr- we were we were watching it multiple times, and I was keeping notes off the side because I wanted to do an entire uh, segment on it. But it, the hyper analyzing wasn't in a negative regard; it wasn't in a in a gushing regard. It was in a I'm seeing so many cool things that are happening in a single episode, and I want to talk about that. It's not that I want to go, "Hey, come watch this video where I sit here and destroy something into the ground." You enjoy it? Too bad because you have bad taste. Because I'm going to tell you why or do you really uh do you really really like it or you really hate it well then watch this and just laugh along with me because we're all gonna get together and laugh and burn this in a bonfire because i hate this writer i hate this director and everything that's coming out of this show spews vile and i want to just vomit all over it and make it a channel based on this it's sad because i can i can watch so many uh I don't know if we've discussed this before on the podcast, but we've talked about the idea of technically this movement of negative reviewing is technically something people get entertainment out of. And it it has become a huge thing. All these YouTubers make millions of subscribers based on the idea of them just being angry and yelling about things. And that's what's popular. It does seem like there recently there's been like a reverse of it, and I don't know if uh, I would I would hope not that we are trying to fix that or that we're doing anything to fix that, but more of that we're seeding something, and the people that are agreeing with us are the ones that are changing something that they don't they're not doing it because of us they're doing it because they all agree that this is something that needs to stop this venom of the community this venom of anime needs to stop. I just the other day watched an entire video yelling about why Sword Art Online sucks, and it's all because of this girl character that Kirito and Asuna meet in the later parts of the first core. And that's why this entire thing sucks, and he's just cussing up a storm. He hates everything about the show because this is where it all broke, and you're all dumb if you didn't see that it broke at this point. And then the entire time I'm going, what does this prove? You obviously hate this show already. Why are you making video after video after video that you hate it? I, I end up, I think it was in response to that one, or it might have been, I think it was in response to that one. I end up tweeting, I love how people hate Sword Art Online with a passion, yet keep talking about it. It's like it's an ex-girlfriend that they can't let go. Like, don't wait for her to call you because you've been spending your whole time bashing her to your friends. Let this girl go. It's like this girlfriend. That, and if and if Billy likes your girl, ex-girlfriend, wish them luck. Be a man and wish them luck and let them be. But stop talking about your ex-girlfriend. Exactly. If you hate her so much, if she's the vile of womanhood, stop talking about her and move on with your life. But no, it's because they make clicks off this stuff. People eat it up. And there's entire channels to it. It, it's like if somebody makes an entire series into a bash fest. I'm going to watch every episode, and here's episode two of me bashing the show. Here's episode 15 of me bashing the show. Here's episode 24 of me bashing the show. If you hate it, stop watching it. I can understand that it's clickbait, 
and you're getting people clicking and watching and maybe getting subscribers from it, but you're creating a vile community from that. And it, it does nothing to help the community as a whole, but to tear it down. I... I watched the... I'm totally taking over your podcast. You're by totally way. taking... I, 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 I was going to say at some point, you, you, we're really kind of... You're kind of dancing around all of my points that are later <laughs> on in this. I can't follow any of it. The last thing I want to hit on is... Um, this. I just didn't want to interrupt the rant, seen, and now he's all messed up because of it. <laughs> another recent video I've seen was the opposite, so I'm not, I'm not bashing another video. It was a good video. This This person literally was coming out and saying... Was talking about can you get tired of anime and putting everything else in that video aside? Cause this isn't a talk about, can you get tired of anime? There was one crucial point that was in it. That was a perfect point to make. Not, not really. He didn't really hit it too much on the video. It was more in the comment section that people really kind of expanded on it. And uh, so I'll, I'll give them credit. If I can, I don't even remember what video it is. I don't know what commenter, but there was a commenter that was actually making the, the full point of this. And it was really, uh, the easiest way to not get burnt out on anime is to stay away from forums. And that's just a... I nodded my head in agreement. But at the same time, I remember our community. And it's like, but that's why we have our community. And it's why we put our foot down immediately when we made our community. We made a rule set immediately. We're not a place where anybody can just come storming in and just attack people over shows. There is a strict policy here of be nice to each other, respect each other's opinions, and if you don't like a show and somebody else likes it, let them be. I mean, yeah, you can say why you could, you know, what points you don't like about the show, and you can converse on it, that's fine, but don't be vile at somebody because they like something and attack them because they like something. Because every forum that I've ever been into, that I've ever joined, uh, gaming-related, anime-related, uh, J-pop related, they're they have a lot of vile in them, and what happens, and why that's a bad thing, and why he's saying stay away from forums if you want to keep liking anime, is because you're gonna watch a show, you're gonna enjoy it, and then you're gonna go to a forum where it's gonna tell you you're stupid. This is the same thing with videos. You're gonna watch a show, you're gonna enjoy it, and you're gonna watch a video that tells you you're stupid. And it's not that I'm saying that these show these YouTubers are specifically making these videos to say somebody's stupid, don't get me wrong there. It's the fact that the way that they portray what they're talking about, the way they point things out, it is to say that you're wrong because you don't understand how much smarter I am and you don't understand the broader picture. Let me explain to you why you're wrong in ways that really is technically my opinion and my taste, but I'm going to make it out like it is the objectively... Full on the reason why you should not watch this show, and that's what burns people out from anime is that they just realize, wow, I I guess I don't really like these shows. I guess yeah, you do have a point. I hate this show. I I really should follow this same thought process and not enjoy something I'm enjoying because obviously I'm wrong. But yeah, anyways, <laughs> back to your outline. <laughs> <laughs> I had all these rants off the side, and he kind of was taking them in, going, well, this technically in this outline, so then I just, I fired away. <laughs> Poor Andrew. I didn't want to th- throw off your rant. I-, I wanted you to get it out. I think this will be a lot more fun now, so 
hopefully, even though now technically we're going to repeat half of the podcast. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's that's pretty much what we do with my outlines and you go on a rant and I'm like, eh, technically we cover that part and we cover that part and we cover that part. So, the, the, I guess that kind of is the point of this is, the, the point of this show is to sh- that the elitist mindset and how it is effectively more destructive than it is helpful to the community. There is nothing wrong with honest criticism. There really isn't. Honest criticism, if you say that the show doesn't look good to me and you give a reason why it doesn't look good, okay, fine. That's an honest criticism. If somebody else comes behind you and says, well, because I, I being honest, I suck at, at, at visuals. I, I watch something. Andrew can sit here and point out the fact that there's 50 million um, still shots. And I'm going, you seen stills in that show? I, I honestly. Which, by the way, Arya, the Scarlet Ammo, when I started talking about uh, Uphitable, <laughs> that was a lot of still shots. That was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> they were holding on the scenes for perspective of her isolation. <laughs> no, it's because they didn't want to animate what the hell was going on. So honest criticism is is good. And, and, and it's fine to have that open discussion. But here's the thing. No one's opinion is more important than somebody else's. That That is the biggest thing. And we need to remember that. Even if you hate the show so much, if somebody else doesn't find anything wrong with it, okay, just... Just accept it. Just Let g- Billy like Sora Online, your ex-girlfriend. Exactly. <laughs> Don't. I like that tweet session. Everybody, I got tons of favorites and retweets. I love y'all. I, I'm glad everybody got a kick out of that. We all come together and bring differing views to the pot. This is this is a guarantee. Everybody has different tastes. You, I like slice of lives. Andrew likes psychological thrillers. They're very, very different types of shows. A lot of different shows we have different amounts of love and like for. So sorry, I had to play the fact how long it took you to think about Andrew likes. <laughs> I was almost gonna I don't know what he likes anymore. <laughs> I was gonna say action, but I was like, action I really isn't you. his thing. I will hit you if you say action. <laughs> it's like we were doing an unboxing one time and he's like, you'll like that one because it's got action. I'm like, not necessarily. <laughs> Where are you getting that from? I didn't know I was in a corner. Sorry. I it, it, the the I was trying to think of my favorite, and then I was like, "Well, what is Andrew's favorite?" Something with saber in it. <laughs> <laughs> I go, "What ball? <laughs> ball? <laughs> Something with rim in it? Rim? Where's rim? <laughs> rim?" I think we'd both go to the table on that one. It's <laughs> true. That's true. Ah, so (laughs) no one's opinion is more important than another's. We all come together bringing different views to the pot. Don't let someone's opinion ruin a show for you. This is probably my biggest thing for everybody. If you don't get anything else out of this show, you listen to this entire podcast and you walk away with nothing. Do make sure that you keep a hold of this more than anything else. Don't let someone else's opinion ruin a show for you. If you love a show, love that show. We're like completely opposite. To the, I mean, the reason why I was bringing up the idea of that uh, getting out of anime thing and the whole idea of the forums is it's something I've witnessed. I've seen people who get burned off on the idea or they get attack on the idea and you just don't hear from them again. They're like, oh, I don't watch anime anymore. 
I've had a few people that are in my that are I'm on Twitter with that have been on the forums or they've been to another community or that I've been in contact with, and that's something that they brought up. It's the idea that I just stopped watching anime, or they, they've gotten to an, an altercation about anime or what they like, and they just fall away from it. Not necessarily say that they had that altercation, that's what caused them to walk away from anime, but it's just it's something that is there that is a negativity. And if anything you can pull from that idea is that, that it's more of the idea of, yeah, don't let somebody else's opinion dictate you enjoying anime or not. It's just more of the idea of, Stay away from it, and it is a negativity that you have to kind of stay away, from, stay away from. Sometimes it's negativity breeds negativity, positivity breeds positivity. I know you have in somewhere in here. There's a point of the idea of a yeah. a negative person walking into a party, and with positive people, they get infectious kind of attitude that happens. It is that if you get into that realm where you have that negativity, it just kind of breeds negativity, and you're no longer going to enjoy what you're into. If you get into a community and and you discuss things. It's it's so much fun to get into a community and discuss shows that go along. I love watching the. I, I don't always have something to add to a show in our in our seasonal uh, threads, but when well, I'm looking uh, in there, we're, I'm we're looking, kind of in this weird position because we want to in, in, engage in those conversations, but sometimes it's like, no, I gotta hold back a little bit because I got a <laughs> review coming up, and I don't want to. We want to do a spoiler discussion on half of them, and I'm like, well, we don't want to do that one because we want to do a spoiler discussion. We don't do the spoiler discussion, but. Um, but I like seeing that the conversation because, like with uh, ReZero, it's like, wow, I never really thought of that idea of that character being the, what's the that image or whatever. And avoiding spoilers, it's fun stuff. But at the same time, if you get into a community where it is full of negativity, where everybody's just bashing every show that's coming out, it steers you away from watching shows that you might end up enjoying. It makes you think second before even finishing a show because you're just seeing that negativity. So just don't let that dictate to you. Go watch the show. See if you'll enjoy it. Because I, most of the time, it, you know, flash news here, everybody has a different opinion. Everybody has different tastes. So what everybody else is sitting here, it's a it's a mob mentality kind of thing. It, it's just like with a, with a riot. It's just you get this, you know, group of people, and it just kind of c- continues to multiply, and everybody kind of joins in. Half the people don't even know what the riot's about. They just know that they could toss over a car, and you don't realize that car is actually the cutest Moe show that you've ever watched. Because you didn't give it a chance because you you joined the other team and you tossed it over. It, that makes sense? That made yes. no sense, did it? I th- I'm <laughs> pretty sure you got, got a point I think, I, I think I made a sense in there somewhere. <laughs> so, I the, the last point in this, this particular section is don't let yourself get bogged down in your own frustration. This is one of those things that's kind of... I, I know that I'm going to talk about another thing in another part of this, but I don't want to get stuck in that. But... Don't get bog- bogged down in your own frustration. Don't sit here and go, well, I didn't like it, but maybe the next episode will change. You watch the next episode and you're still not liking it. If you find those things at the beginning and it bugs you and you start going down this, you can snowball yourself into hating the show so much that by the end of it, you'll think it's the worst show you've ever watched. Yeah, it's a, It is one of those things that I see it so much. It's one of those things that one little thing sets a person off and then suddenly they are like hypersensitized to everything that that show is doing wrong. And if you get to a certain point where it's just so frustrating to you, you will over hate the show is is the only way I can explain it. It's it becomes more than it actually is. And everybody else is wondering why you're going 
why you're ranting for 20 yeah, I mean, 30 it's, minutes about a show. and It's not to be negative against anybody in particular because I'm pretty sure I've done it before. It's mm-hmm. this thing where you get stuck on something and then when you realize it, when you go to review the show, that's all you really talked about. And it's like, you do realize that was 300 minute long show and you talked about a two minute thing the entire yeah. review. You, you, it's, you have to look at the broader picture of it because if you don't, then it looks like you weren't even taking the whole thing seriously. So you ended up falling on your face. So yeah. Case in point. <laughs> well, not yet. <laughs> Am I skipping ahead? Not yet. Yeah. You're skipping a little bit ahead. You don't have better taste just because you hate something. You're not a critic just because, because you point at fan service and rant about it. That the, the, those are two things that to me is kind of very prevalent. Uh, it's, it's everybody automatically thinks that because they hate something, they're automatically a critic. Um, it, they automatically, I'm sorry, they, they, they have better taste because they, they hate this particular show. And so from that point on, they get a following of people who agree with them on that one show. And then suddenly they become the foremost authority on all shows because of this show back here. You may have been right about that show, but you're not right about every show. And that's one of those sad things about the word critic, because that's technically something we shed off a long time ago, is this idea we don't want to be critics, because the, essentially the, the the term critic isn't a bad term. It And I'm, I'm totally skipping ahead again. But it's, it's one of those things where because people have turned it into you're a critic because you can destroy something makes it a bad word now that I don't want to be affiliated with it because it's become that term of the definition has become somebody who picks something apart. No, technically it's somebody who just judges something. I'm personally more interested in your opinion if you're enjoying the show. I want to hear what you have to say. If you point out a flaw here and there, I'm more interested in that. I'm more interested in hearing you rant and rail about a show if you're interested in the show, I'm not so much interested if you, this is, this is one of my biggest things. I, I have a big old paragraph here and Andrew's staring at it and he's like, I don't know how you're going to fit this in here. I tried to break everything down in this thing to an outline. That was, I just one. left that one. I just left it there. Okay. Here's my, my, my number one thing. If I hear your, let's say your video, let, let's say you make a video and you put your opinion out there. First thing that's going to tell me if I'm going to enjoy your opinion or if I'm going to even listen to your opinion is how fast you mention the word moe. No comments. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm with you. Okay. How fast you mention it will tell me how generally you're to- you you are are in line with the to- your tolerance level of I the industry as a whole right now. Because right now, I think you're, I'm going to say a generalization because I know, and I know I, I'm, I don't tend to like generalization, but let's say 99% of all podcasts, video critics, you, you name it, anybody who is in this kind of, if you want to call it critic, um, area the what we do kind of for the fun of it the people who are out there they're doing kind of generally the same thing as we they're all doing the same exact thing they all keep pointing back at the old anime and going hey 
The old anime is the best. All the new anime is smothered with moe. So, which it technically had that in the golden age, quote unquote, yeah. but they don't want to recognize it that it had something there. They just wanted to say moe is a new thing and well, it's destroying everything. Well, okay, Tenchi. Uh, Technically, every girl in that show is Moe. Right. And that is what... When was that originally written? It's in the 90s. It's in the 90s? Probably 98, <laughs> I want to say. So, I mean, pointing out Moe, the, the, the general amount of hatred you have towards Moe will generally tell me how much you hate a show. Like I said, see, I'm I'm more of the idea. I don't mind if I hear the word Moe. It's more of, for me. It's more of the idea of how much I see that weighs upon their discussion. If the idea of Moe is terrible, these characters were just blobs on the screen. I am immediately shutting off because I know that you're not paying attention to what the show is trying to do. If that becomes your primary focus throughout the entire thing. If your primary focus on the entire thing of talking about Nanabiori is the fact that it's a bunch of little girls, you're losing me. It's like, are you not watching the same show as me? I had no problem with the fact that it was a bunch of girls on the screen because they're that's their age. And that's the story they're telling of these kids in the school and they're going out, they're having fun. What matters, what, what is the difference is if, if there's a bunch of kids that are having fun in the, in the sticks or if it's a grown-up trying to figure out what they're going to make for dinner that day in the sticks. That's the story they're telling. So if you if your primary focus suddenly becomes that all I'm going to talk about is the lollies, that kills it for me because obviously you're not trying to pay attention to what... To go back to your point that you were talking about earlier, it's a very good point to make of the idea that I am more interested in hearing the positive reviews of things. And it's not that I don't like to hear criticisms. I'm, I'm already doing that. The idea that criticism is automatically negatives because technically criticisms does not always have to be negatives. Um, but for the sake of me not repeating myself and fixing that over and over again, I want to just go along with people and say that it's criticisms. I'm more adapt to enjoy listening to a review of the positives of a show because that usually means they end up diving into the show they're more adapt to trying to find what the story is telling and tell me about how great that is uh here recently i listened to somebody do a review on uh, uh from the new world which i we really really enjoyed and i loved listening to them review it because i loved hearing them either see the same things i seen but more the fact that they would end up uncovering things that I didn't really see because they were enjoying it so much. Whereas if I listen to a negative review of, of, of From the New World, all I'm going to hear is how much they were stuck on the fact that these people were all over each other. Yowie action, Yuri action, and, and it's like you're not even paying attention to why that was in there, were you? Well, well, you're not paying attention to everything else the show was doing. So I'm more adapt to enjoying it when it's positive because I'm going to not that I want to see them uh, uh, not that I want them to accept the same thing as me is because I want to see what they enjoyed even when well, I hate well, a show. Well, the, the, going back to kind of that that idea is I I listened to a review of uh, K-On. Do you know how much listening to that it was a it was a positive review? Do you know how bad I wanted to go back and just sh- shut up? I'm going to go watch the movie the show right now. That's how much of a difference if you truly love something and you have a, a, a 
somebody who's kind of, I, I don't want to say an echo chamber, but it is kind of that echo chamber. Somebody who's kind of making you feel good about enjoying something and then having that person enjoying it at the same time. You you get that kind of desire to want to keep enjoying it. And and there's so much of a difference in that. When I watch a, a review that is kind of just sitting there bashing a show that I like, particularly, it's, all I sit there and go is, well, I didn't think about that. Dang, that that kind of, well, crap. Well, you know, maybe that that that's true too. So, man, should I even be watching that show? Should should I really be liking that show? And and you start you're crushing ashamed. yourself. <laughs> yeah, you kind of you kind of feel feel kind of like you're, you're you're there's something wrong with you that you didn't notice that when um, when somebody says the that they've seen the same clips fifteen times, it's like. Well, I didn't notice that. Does that mean that I, I'm I'm kind of broken in some way? I mean, that that's the thing is what what are you what are you trying to get across? Are you trying this is what I'm trying to say to everybody is bring ourselves together, have fun, enjoy this. If we focus on the negatives, guess what? It becomes bad. It, it everything becomes not as fun. That's the point of this whole thing. I he was actually getting into something towards a later part, and it didn't get finished writing. And I was like, "We're gonna end up talking about it here anyway." So I'll, I'm gonna go ahead and pull it up. Here. Let me get. Are you gonna jump ahead? Well, I wanted to kind of finish what I was saying. Is it, I, I, it's not that necessarily that I'm uh, I hate the idea of seeing. I actually also like whenever I don't like a show, listening to a positive review because, yeah, it's gonna make me entire time going. I'm going. Yeah, I. I I don't really get what you're so excited about with this because it didn't work for me, but it's also cool in the idea that they'll end up revealing what it hit for them. And then you can go, yeah, it didn't hit for me, but it's kind of cool that I see now why that worked for you. That That is a very true statement. I, so it's I, not, it's not always that I need them to accept what I like. It can also be something where if I don't like something, I can see why they liked it and I can see that other perspective. It's just the only one that I can't really accept is when I uh, like something and I see somebody just bashing it to death. So it's it's like I accept when we're both liking it. I accept when I don't like it and somebody else likes it. The only part that kind of irks me is when I enjoy something and when somebody is being venomous. I can see it when they say that they don't agree with it and they didn't. it didn't work for them and this is why it didn't work for them. But it's always when it gets to that venomous point, and that's when it becomes, it just feels like you're spitting in my face kind of thing, which we've beat to death in this podcast and many other podcasts. So I do want to get kind of one really, I, 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 I don't want to say cool point, but another point that I have in here, I kind of was kind of hinting at the idea of how fast you mentioned Moe is going to tell me you're pretty much your opinion. I generally already know exactly what you're going to be saying throughout your entire review of it. You're going to at some point point out the idea that the golden age was way back 20 years ago. Um, that all shows going on here anymore is pretty much riddled with Moe and fan service. And you're interested in shows from the golden age. And so I have to ask you, why are you watching anime? What's the point in listening to you? I already know your opinion. Just make a sentence, a review, that you watched five minutes, you dropped because Moe. That's it. You don't have to say anything else. You, I, I, knew, I know everything you need, you need to tell me in that one sentence. It doesn't take long when I watch certain videos where I go, I pretty much know exactly what you're stuck at. You're either mm -hmm. stuck in the golden age, 
you're stuck in the sci-fi action stuff, and that's fine. That is perfectly fine. But it's just like somebody who really, really likes, uh, I don't know, those those heartwarming uh, television networks, and they like to watch the cute story about the family getting together because a dog brought Christmas to them. Then going and watching, you know, a violent horror movie that they've never watched before. It's like, just go back to the heartwarming stuff. You're not going to really enjoy this. Don't even bother. That's your thing. That's fine. If you like the golden age of anime, fine. There's not there's, much there. There's a lot of great shows there's, in the golden age. There's, there's, I'm, I'm yeah, there's a lot of that. shows. It's just I'm saying you're not going to get much more. Um, And also the idea that technically there's a lot of great stuff coming out these days that is in the same vein as those. It's just you're not looking for them or you're too busy spending your free time trying to taste something that you know you're not going to like. <laughs> it's like you you obviously like this flavor punch. And then here's this new flavor they're creating, which is the new Mountain Dew flavor that's green toxic. You're not going to like it. It's the new thing. They like that new thing. Let them like it. You Just stick with your punch. They'll, every now and then they'll remake the punch, and you could try that one out. It might work for you. But don't run around slapping everybody's new Mountain Dew, okay? <laughs> Let them drink their Mountain Dew thing. I don't like Mountain Dew. I'm fine with people liking <laughs> Mountain a, Dew. That's an excellent uh, an excellent one. I'm drinking Mountain Dew and somebody's slapping me across the face while I'm enjoying my Mountain Dew. <laughs> You're not supposed to like that. Symbolism. You're not supposed to like that. You're not supposed to like that. You're not supposed to like that. Stop liking that. Stop liking that. That's my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> that was a bit delayed. That was a bit delayed. Uh, turning your brain off, Andrew. I think this is going into your area. Oh my gosh. Um, not naming names. I'm sure everybody knows what I'm talking about that probably seen this little interesting thread somebody created on the forums talking about that. But uh, I, I agree. I agree. I don't like the term turning your brain off in the sense of what people don't like about the term turning your brain off. Because I think a lot of people misinterpret or misuse the idea of turning your brain off. Because often it comes across as mean. To, whenever somebody has valid criticisms of something, that's fine. But then I think they take it a little bit to heart when somebody turns around and says, turn your brain off. And they don't put context to it. And then immediately they go, you're just, you don't really realize that I am, uh, I don't just turn off my brain. It's like, I don't think people honestly, in my opinion, what the term turn your brain off technically means and what I would hope that most people use this term for is, for example, I watch a show. It's just a show that I have fun watching. Let's, let's say, for example, uh, I, I can't really think of a, a clear example. Top of my head, four leaves, four, uh, four colors, four leaves, four colors. Cute three little show. Leaves, three colors. Three, three, thank you so much, because I, I don't want to butcher a show that I really, really liked. <laughs> Enjoy it. Uh, actually, a, a, better, a better example was... Uh, Cabinary of Iron Fortress. If you want to overlook anything else that it was trying to do there, just it's a fun action show. So you watch that show. I enjoyed it because it was fun. I enjoyed the characters. We had a lot of action, a lot of fun. Great. And then the problem then comes that you go and watch something, you go see a review or something, and somebody's like, going, Oh, this part in the first episode, I hate that because it doesn't make any sense. This plot hole happened here, and this sucks, and this is dumb, this doesn't make any sense, this character logic broke, this is this, this. And I think the immediate response there is, 
You're looking way too much into it. It was a fun action show. Just enjoy it. Stop trying too hard to hyperanalyze everything. Turn your brain off. And then that just sets them off like, I can't just turn my brain off because I want to know why this is going on, this is going on, this is going on, and it's going on. And it's it's more the thing of sometimes people spend too much time, like you mentioned earlier, getting stuck on things and hyper-analyzing things that they don't just enjoy something. It doesn't necessarily mean that the person, in my sense for the term turn your brain off, it's not necessarily that you need to become stupid, you need to just, just have a duh face and just stare at a screen and just hit a hammer against a rock until it sets makes a fire. It's more the idea of just s- chill, watch the show, just enjoy it for the action and fun that was doing, if it doesn't work for you, that's fine. But don't sit there and get stuck and hyper-analyze every two seconds because not every single story out there is trying to get across some kind of mind-bending plotline. They're not always out to seek to blow your mind. And when you sit there and hyper-analyzing it, that is one of those moments where you just I don't kind of want to think, you might want to just turn your brain off for a second. That's really the... Yep. My idea of it, turning my brain off. I mean, it's it, I, and, and I, I think that the the I think the particular probably is another the, example here recently. The particular discussion that the 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 particular video that this was he's in re- reference to. That person brought up the idea of can uh, not I, can I not have fun? It, it, if I can I can I turn off my brain? Does that mean I can't have fun? Am I, am I watching this show and in, and, and I can see what it's trying to do, but I don't like to have fun anymore or something to that effect. And, and like Andrew was saying, no, it's, you're hyper analyzing it. Stop. Just, just, just let things go and just enjoy it. This is an entertainment medium. The entire idea behind this is to make money to make money, they have to entertain you. If you're entertained, you're watching the TV. They put commercials up there. When they get commercials, that's ad time. Ad time makes them money. They get you to buy a figure, they make money. That's the whole point. They want you to be entertained. Okay, it's not always going to be mind-blowing art. That it, It's not always going to be that way. Um, I, yeah, it, again, I re- reiterate the idea. Sometimes they put art out there. There's nothing wrong with that. I love the art just as much as everybody else, but you've got to realize this is an entertainment medium. Not all of it is art. Okay. How better? A little bit. <laughs> we pretty much hit hate watching already pretty much. <laughs> Doing episode by episode, gushing kind of well. He watched. That one. I, I I don't know. I I think of all the things that I would rant about is hate watching. I don't get that at all. I I don't understand the point of hate watching. I I see why having a hate watch series makes sense because it it is entertaining. Entertaining. People watch it because it's. Fun to hear people bash something, especially if they agree that that is something bash worthy. But here's the problem. You can cause a snowball effect that can come back and hit you in the butt later. Does that make sense? 
you well, create like when I, the when audience. I see a lot of the when I see a lot of the channels that do that episode by episode bashing, um, I often see comments sometimes where they you have people that want them to to pick some something apart. Like uh, for example, right now, of course, a lot of people are enjoying ReZero and. I've oh, seen I'm comments sure where people like, hear the, please, the bash I hope that he bashes ReZero or something like that. It's like, that's your audience now, the people that just want you to attack something that is a lot of people are enjoying. Something is wrong here. Well, and that's the that's the thing. What I was trying to get at, in the, in the long run, what will end up happening is if you build up an audience that is drawn to that kind of negativity, realize that if you go against that negativity... What will end up happening? Yeah. That negativity will come back and bite you in the butt. And you will get turned on just as quick as you've turned on those that which you've created. Yeah. And I've seen people kind of <laughs> have that happen at them. And it, and it really kind of sucks. I, I hate that, that happening towards somebody. So what is a critic? A critic is somebody that judges something. Do they? Yes. <laughs> or is the like we were kind of dancing around earlier is the idea that it's kind of become somebody who hates things <laughs> or yeah. somebody who somebody who puts extreme emphasis on uh judging something by its efforts be it good or bad is really the the basic term of it but yeah like I said some, most people have kind of turned it into you're not really a critic if you can't see the flaws in something. And it's like, no, not necessarily. It's that I see the flaws, but I am not really seeing it as overshadowing everything else it's doing. So we're kind of creating an incorrect look at what an, a critic is actually at. But that, that's really what we were saying earlier. That's really why we shed the idea of being a critic, because that's what it's become, is the idea of we want to talk about a show. We want to analyze a show. I like. I, I'm more like the idea of analyzing things. We're not always going to enjoy what we're analyzing, and we're not always going to uh, uh, hate what we're analyzing. We're not always looking for the flaws in what we're analyzing. We're analyzing it to find what is the goods in it, what it's trying to say, what its purpose was that we've seen in it. If it pulled that off or it didn't, what might have brought it down, what might have brought it up, and then let you decide. Because I think what... Critics have become too much recently is the idea of, like I said before, the easiest one is let's just bash everything and people enjoy watching that. Or in the idea of um, I have to say something extremely intelligent about this. I want to sound as, as intelligent as I can and prove to you why you should or should not watch the show. Because it's essentially what people go to critics for is – I mean, in in a basic sense. I mean, if it's if it's movies, if it's theaters, if it's uh, a game, if it's anime, it's always a critic is essentially something that either somebody comes to to get validation for what they enjoyed, get validation for what they hated, or to choose what to invest their time or money into. And I think more and more recently, it's turned into validation of what they enjoyed or what they hated. Because I don't think so much anymore that people look to that in order to find what to watch or what not to watch or what to buy or what not to buy. Because most people are looking at multiple venues to find something to get a – I mean if you if you like uh, Marvel or something or if you like uh, 
Joker or something. You're going to go watch the Suicide Squad, whether you th- whether people destroy it or don't. Um, if you like a certain actor, you're going to be more prone to watch something. Even if the people say his acting was terrible, you like that actor, you're going to go watch that anyways. I still think there is an element there, and that's why we don't do spoiler-filled stuff, is I do believe that there's a lot of people out there, especially in anime, because there's so much of it. I think there is still a good group of people that they may be looking for validation, they may not be looking for validation, they are looking to be for us to entertain, they're more looking for us to sh- uh, tell them about a show, but every now and then they might find something that they don't know about before, and they go, oh... Well, they said that had this and this in it, and that sounds really interesting, so I'm going to go watch that. But I do think there is a very good portion that is trying to find validation, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Not As I mentioned earlier, I've found often where I enjoy watching or listening to somebody talk about something that I enjoy just to, to, to see that they enjoyed it as much as I did, and maybe they caught something I didn't catch. Or if, like I said, if I don't like something and I want to find out why somebody enjoyed it, so I think there's 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 something there for all those groups of people, but in a sense, I don't think that critics are really what they used to be. I I, I which is a good thing and a bad thing because I think when our days long bust used to have those one magazines, you had those news articles, you had those one television shows where there was that critic that would tell everybody in the world. There is this one movie coming out this week, and this is a thumbs up or thumbs down if you're going to like it or not. And now it's become everybody has a voice. We have a voice. We can talk in these microphones and shoot it out there for thousands of people to listen to. Uh, people have their YouTube channels where they have millions of s- subscribers to hear what they have to say. None not necessarily being full on accredited through a university critic, whatever, analyst, uh, journalist, whatever. But they're able to get their voice out anyways, which is a good thing because there's more people out there to be able to entertain people and and tell people about shows and give their perspective on things. People like certain people. People trust certain people. But the negative side of that is you also have the backside of that being people that just find enjoyment out of destroying things, which, again, is perfectly fine if you can find an enjoyment watching somebody that that's their thing. There's a lot of people out there that that's their thing. That's that's what I was saying. The the whole the whole hate watching part of it is an entertainment thing. I I get that. It's it's I I think that it can be de- detrimental in the long run, but at the same time I do understand that there is a an entertainment in it. Yeah, yeah. I think I hit everything I wanted to in that one. I think that was a lot more than I thought I was going to hit on it. I I one of the one of the things that I kind of think that you were skirting around, and I don't think that you kind of really hit um, uh, the main the main thing I wanted was validation versus um, listening to somebody for a what shows are out there. That's kind of what what we kind of try to do is we kind of try to cover as many shows as possible. Now I'm not saying that we're doing it right and everybody else is doing it wrong. That's not the point of what I'm saying. This is why we try to shoot for what we do is we watch as, as many shows as we can. I know that we're getting a little bit shy on that a little bit lately, but that's, there's a reason for that. Just bear with us. But the main point is, is we try to cover as many shows let everybody know what's in these shows. Then you guys decide which shows you want to watch. And 
you guys are the ones who are really kind of the ones that are deciding what you want to watch because that's what show you're going to enjoy. We're not going to try to tell you what you can or cannot enjoy. That's the biggest thing. I I believe that in the future, that's the direction we need to go as friends in, in this industry that we enjoy is stop trying to tell everybody what is wrong with a show. If you have an honest criticism, that's fine. Talk about your honest criticism, but don't tell people they're wrong before enjoying something because you see something that bothers you. Just say, look, you like that show? Maybe you'll like this show. I didn't care for it, but maybe you will. And and encourage them in enjoying that show. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was. I, couple, I don't think there's anything wrong with the idea of somebody else enjoying something you don't enjoy. I think that's actually a good thing. I I, I do. I, I I want people to love the 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 BLs. I want people to love uh, Fudanji. I didn't care for it, but that doesn't mean that it's a bad show. It's 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 entertaining for somebody. Go and enjoy it. Have fun. I didn't care for Pupa, but there's somebody who does enjoy it. Go f- have fun. Wait, Tell earlier me about you said it, it was Why great. It? I know that was because I was the an hell? elitist devil. <laughs> I some 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 kind of points that I kind of did put on, out here. I want to kind of toss out there. Being articulate does not mean you're right. Being analytical does not mean you see something better than everybody else. Being able to break down a show to its core component does not change the show. <laughs> that's, that's one of those bothersome things. And it, whenever I'm, we make outlines for our reviews and stuff, I'm trying to put as much in it as possible to get to the core of what in the, what's in there. I don't really like so much because if you look at if you go listen to some of our really earlier podcast episodes where we were we were running through like an entire season, and it would literally be sometimes. Here's this show, cute characters. I like the whole transition thing. There was this kind of happening with the characters. Uh, five out of five, whatever. It was like, wait, I, that's that's a terrible review. It's like, <laughs> and it, it's one of those things where this is this is a struggle with whenever we put the reviews together because it's it's literally one of those things where I you're balancing between are you not giving it enough attention? Are you not seeing something that might be hidden there? Or if you go too far, are you t- hyper-analyzing this? Are you putting way too much look into this? Like, like, like I was kind of joking with, with the Arya AA. It's literally one of those things where are you... Yeah, there were drawing parallels between the two archetypes. You don't see that there was this, this deep meaning. Whenever I hear a review and they're trying to get into some really deep thing, it's like... I really don't get where you're going with this. Like, <laughs> that's great. And I hope that more people seen that that way that you did. But I don't know if you're really overly doing this. Like, I don't think it was that deep. Again, that's fine if you did. But that's where I, that's where we kind of have to juggle. Sometimes we'll do a review of something, and then somebody will do another review of it. And I listen to that review of it, and I go, either, I, I wow, I didn't really kind of see it that way, or... Man, they really got way more into that stuff than I <laughs> we did, and I kind of feel like There's I was letting our people down. That. So it's 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 always a juggle, and it's always a struggle that we always face with this stuff. It's like, do you are you talking too much out your butt, <laughs> or are you not talking enough? 
I, there's there's nothing wrong. If you enjoy it that much that you're getting symbolisms everywhere out of a show, by all means, t- tell us about it. Go and explain what it is you've seen. I I would be more I I, I um I I did uh what was that Yurikuma I I seen some symbolisms in there but I I know I didn't see all of it it that that show screamed symbolisms go write write a ten ten page explanation well, we kind of, of mentioned why that. It, we kind of mentioned that when we reviewed it was like yeah technically it didn't work for me but. What I did before we reviewed it, and this is what I kind of mentioned in the review of it, was like, I went out and I looked to see what it meant for people. And it was literally one of those things where people were interpreting it, and it did something for themselves. And it's like, that's perfectly fine. I mean, if you can watch uh, somebody's slideshow of stick figures punching at each other and get some kind of grand awakening out of it, that is great. <laughs> that's great for you. And I'm not saying that Yuri Kumarashi was inequivalent to that i'm just giving an example if you can find something out of something that nobody else can or if you find something out of something that a lot of people do that a lot of people found some kind of symbolism out of your kumar rashi i that's great i'm perfectly happy with that but that goes those that goes back to what i was saying earlier i want to hear your positive what was positively impacting you about that story that's what it works more for so me. than I'm going to look for a review of yeah. somebody destroying Yuri Kumarashi. I don't, I really don't care, care for if you think Yuri Kumarashi was the worst show in the world. It doesn't. I I am that is insignificant to me. I think it was a beautiful show. I think it did a lot of really cool things. I want to hear somebody tell me why they think it's a really cool show. Pupa, I I keep. I keep saying this. If you love Pupa, please come on the forums and tell me why it's such a great show. I want to understand that show. <laughs> and I'm not going to take, and again, I'm not going to take my time out of my day to go look for a bashing video of Pupa, even exactly. though I didn't even watch the rest of it because I didn't care about it. Exactly. That is the point. I if, that, if you get, well, I my other point was more important than this, but I think that's the most important thing is what we need to do is, is, stop tearing shows down if you don't like the show say you don't like the show move on to the next show find a show that you do like go and tell me about that show that you do truly love i want to hear about it we have gundam fans on our forums i don't particularly care for gundam I love going on to our He is Gundam. going to be really in love with Gundam here soon. I know. I really am excited. We, um, have, <laughs> we have like 500 episodes of old Gundam to watch. But I love going on to our, 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 our Gundam group. They have a little thread that they kind of talk about Gundam stuff. I love going there and seeing what they're By the way, about. if you like Gundam, go to our forums, uh, talkaspear.com, forum at the top, uh, anime discussion forums. There is a thread that is like... It's the Bulletin of Gundam, I believe it. Or the Mobile Suit Gundam Bulletin or something like that. The Bulletin of uh, the Mecha. Please look it up. I'm really stupid. Principality of Mecha something or other. I think you're right. Principality of Mecha. Principality of Mecha News Bulletin. Kokorek, and there's a couple other people out there as well, but mostly Kokorek is doing an amazing job sitting there posting everything news-wise for Mecha. And it's, it's awesome, so... It deserves to be pointed out because it's awesome. I want I this is this is my vision for where our community goes, and and I know that you guys probably 
you guys are already building it. And, and th- th- that's what's cool. I want little groups I, that all love each other as friends and coming together. But I want a Gundam group that's building it up. And then they go over there into the romance. There's a couple of romance guys going over there to the Gundams. And the Gundams are going over to the Slice of Life's. And everybody's just encouraging everybody else's fun that's what I want. That's the vision I see for our community. Well, I mean, that, that's, that's cool. The idea of if all you watch is Gundam and you really enjoy that, and that's perfectly fine, you can end up bleeding over into the romance group people and saying, look, guys, there's this really cool little scene in, you know, Iron-Blooded Orphans where these two characters are kind of a love is blossoming in the battlefield, and that's great kind of thing. So it ends up bleeding over. If you like the romance, hey, by the way, I know you don't like mecha stuff, but there's a really great scene that's happening right now in the show. They're really advancing these two people's relationships. So you get that in there as well. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That was a really weird transition that you kind of had there, too. I was kind of wondering where you're going there. Like, ooh, they're hyperbreeding each other. The mechas are licking love with their romances. <laughs> and there's this, this making out happening in the middle of the forums. It's just it, crazy radar stuff happening. Um, but I wanted to kind of backtrack a little bit to okay. to emphasize on the idea that it's not that I don't like that hyperanalyzing because there's often a lot of times where even if I don't agree that something should be over hyperanalyzed, there's also times where that analyzing ends up bringing well, out something that's exactly. really really interesting. That and that's 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 what I was talking about with the with the Yurikuma thing is is hyperanalyzing because you love something. It all it does is. It, and this is, I think, where people kind of miss this idea. Um, they they kind of get this idea that they have to ha- hyperanalyze everything. No, 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 you don't. If you love it, by all means, hyperanalyze it. You will find more stuff that you love out of that thing. I'm not saying that hyperanalyzing is bad. Hyperanalyzing can be a good thing. If you love something, you naturally want to hyperanalyze it. By all means, have fun. Take a, take the show to its fullest potential. You will find something if you find something cool about it, and you keep digging well, into it, and it keeps getting building up more and more. Have at it. Have fun. It's those people that are hyper analyzing that finds the little things that the director and the writers are hiding in there, or they're putting extra effort into putting into something that most people just don't see because. The screen pan, I didn't see anything of that, whatever, that's fine, let's move on with the scene. But then the person that's hyper-analyzing that loves it is the one that's going back and going, oh, you never realize there's actually this callback to this guy's previous work. And you're like, oh, that's awesome. They're the people that are actually finding this stuff. But there's also times where I'll watch something and I'll just smile and watch and have fun. Keon's a good example. I'll watch Keon, enjoy it, have fun. But then I'll watch a video that's either talking about Kiyoani or talking about Kaon specifically, and they start really getting into uh, what makes up like the opening scene of Kaon. It's like I never really t- – I took it for granted, but I never really seen that, yeah, technically everything is told to you within those first few minutes. And that's really cool that somebody would take the time to hyperanalyze and show somebody that well, because even I- though I love Kaon – well, I never seen that, and I'm glad that it, it gives me that extra uh, appreciation. That 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 particular video, and this is actually the video that I was talking about earlier. That particular video helped me to kind of be more aware of the the way that the shot composition is, and how it takes the time to the more time it takes to do this, 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 and this. 
the more aware I am of the extra things that are in the background, not necessarily in the foreground, where I was more focused on the foreground and what is going on. Now, well, naturally, you're it, gonna it makes it a little bit harder. I, now I've got three things that I'm watching the subtitles, the, the foreground and the background. But yeah, naturally, you're supposed to follow the character. There's there's nat- this natural float, this natural desire to follow what the character's doing. But there's also the element of technically, you don't want to pause it every few seconds. But technically, if you pause it, you could take the time to absorb all that stuff. And it wasn't necessarily a thing that kind of showed me what I was missing. It was more of a thing that it it validated myself. It was like one of those things where it's like, yeah, that's exactly true. It's you watch it and you go, this is something I'm enjoying. And this could be this can be with any show. I can watch something and I can enjoy it. But there's also this element of, oh, that's why I was enjoying it. Like, not necessarily that you caught it immediately, but that you just go, that's technically true. I was taking it for granted the entire time I was watching this show that technically they were doing things that were enhancing the scenes that I really didn't sit down and write down exactly that's what was going on. I just knew it subconsciously. My next point. You have more points. It doesn't make a person see it your way. You're gonna have to give context because we went everywhere. <laughs> we got we got really really sidetracked on that. the The previous uh, point is being able to break it uh, break down a show to its core component doesn't change the show, and it doesn't make a person see it your way. That's just the way it is. You may be able to convince them of the way you see it. But why take this is kind of a silly Chris um, <laughs> metaphor. The chair, the couch. <laughs> but why take a lollipop from a kid and replace it with a piece of chalk? This because she has a tattoo, <laughs> and it will make her the air explode. I answered okay, the question. Random, random, weird thing that taboo tattoo. Reference. I know exactly what okay, you're talking about. I'm helping them. <laughs> Because nobody's watching Taboo Tattoo except for us. Except for us. Because <laughs> everybody else hates it. And Chris might stop watching it after the last episode, but that's... I, we'll I, that, that is true. <laughs> it is very true. But we're not, go- we're not going into spoiler discussion today, so... <laughs> I was like, he's done. I, no, I said I'm done. <laughs> I, I'm like, I totally shut down. <laughs> no, you, no, you literally said, we're doing this. Are you We're really, really doing, this? doing this? Oh my god! And I'm going. Seriously? Oh, here it goes. I don't care. I after that, I'm sitting there. I don't care. I don't care. I don't give crap. <laughs> you know what? The last point says, "Stop taking fun out of the show, Chris." <laughs> Stop taking fun out of the show. <laughs> let me enjoy my taboo tattoo, Chris. Yeah, let me have my fun. <laughs> Why you gotta do that to people? <laughs> uh anyway. So my my the 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 taking the lollipop from a kid and replacing it with chalk. I hope it speaks for itself, but if it doesn't, um, it there's if you you're sitting there going on and on and on about something and breaking down the show and taking away its core elements that you that find you find you have a problem with. Somebody else may not have a problem with that. If you point out that the show has, I, I and I and I did it as a joke, and when uh, when we were talking about Sailor Moon Crystal, it it's not that bad. I it, it was just one episode that they did that, but I pointed out the idea that what was it four minutes and thirty seconds that I had uh, uh, transformations 
the transformation sequence took four minutes and 30 seconds or some stupid number that I thought was really, really kind of funny that they had went out of their way to do this. And I was blown away by how long they had done it. Um, it was a, I thought it was funny, but I didn't, I didn't think about it. I could have turned that into something and technically said, well, they, they, this is, this is kind of what the whole elitist devils is all about is the idea of, I could turn that into, well, they don't even care about the the viewer's time. So they take four minutes and 30 seconds and waste your time by showing you an extended um, transformation scene. That's that's wasting well, my that's time. Well, that's like the original Sailor Moon. Every single episode was wasting your time with the same transformation you've seen, uh, you know, f- 300 times before. Exactly. You're wasting, you're wasting your time. Anybody can do that. Th- th- that's the point, is you're, you're taking away something that most people, they don't care about, but you're making them hyper aware of that thing. And by making them hyper aware of it, you're kind of taking away the lollipop from the kid. I, no, I'm not saying that everybody's a kid. I'm saying that you're taking something that away from them and replacing it with something that they don't really care about. And you're taking away the fun out of whatever it is. I'm going to stop here and say... I think it's better to say <laughs> lollipop from the kid and giving them a, a, a salt stick. A salt stick. Gotcha. <laughs> would be fair analysis or analogy analogy there. Um, yeah, I, it, I guess it goes along with what we've already kind of I've kind of hit on before a lot. But yeah, I, I do agree. There's an element of you can put you can kind of plant that in somebody's mind the idea that like uh, I'm becoming more aware of stills. <laughs> that's my that, fault. <laughs> and that is something that you still not CGs is totally going to kill you on this stuff. <laughs> Even though I'm the one that keeps trying to force you to watch full CG shows, I don't like CG and 2D together, okay? <laughs> but no, I, I, the thing that hits me in that regard, and it's a good example for how that can happen, because I know there's a lot of people that are like, I can listen to somebody and their opinion doesn't matter to me. And it's like, yeah, I, I know most opinions don't matter to me. But there is an element that eventually, yeah, the the magical night novel adaptation thing is kind of in my head. the The constant yelling about everything is trapped in MMO kind of gets in my head. the The idea of yeah, trope harem thing gets in my head. And what happens is when I watch those shows, my mind starts to waver to that idea. And there's also this element that every now and then we'll we'll watch a show and we joke about it, but at the same time we're acknowledging it. Like we right. keep hearing this. Oh, this is another crappy trapped in another <laughs> fantasy world, and it's like, didn't you get the memo, we're Andrew? It. We're supposed to hate this show. <laughs> we're acknowledging it by that, or when we do our review, we joke about that. And it's like technically we're acknowledging that because it just gets said so much, and we almost repeat it, and then we have an entire podcast episode where we repeat everything that we don't like. So, <laughs> yeah, this I I, I want to promise everybody, unless you guys specifically ask for it, I probably will never. I won't, I, pr- I don't promise that I may not bring it up again at some point, but I promise that I will. I personally will not make another show about this. Yeah, it, it was, this is kind of like the last one with the light novel thing, where it's just not. It's not that we this stuff kills shows for us. This is not. A, a, we're talking about how we're just giving up on the communities and we don't like all these other things. We we're still watching all these In videos. Way, we're still watching all these channels. It's just an idea that just like with the light novel thing. It's not necessarily the more when I was talking about the light novel, the adaptation episode, 
towards the later parts when I was doing my quote unquote rants, it's not that we see that everybody's doing this. It's more of an idea of these are just things that kind of just trickle down. It gets put in our little docket. And then eventually something happens where we go, you know what? I just want to get it off my chest. And that's what this episode really is. It's just like it, with the adaptation later part. It was to get it off the chest kind of thing. Like like I said, what, I, I don't – I know that this – like I said at the beginning, this, this is – and I've said it a couple of other times. This is going to be the most divis- divisive podcast I have ever written. I, I – I know that Chris kind of is kind of the sidekick, I guess, in a way. I don't know if I'm the sidekick or not. I maybe Andrew is the sidekick. Who knows? But <laughs> most people can't tell between our voices, so that's true too. Um, but the thing is, is I think Chris I, is the one that says "os" all the time. I'm the one that says "os" all the time. Um, <laughs> I I want I. One of the things that I'm trying the most out of this is I want people to, like I said, come together. And the whole idea of this is to give everybody the tools you need. If you've thought about this thoroughly and you go to these sites and you go, why is it that you're doing this? It's because they think that that's what you want. If you want something else, you've got to tell them. You've got to say, I, I want to hear you talk about something positively. Give me a positive review. If you want something like that, go and do it. Well, I, I kind of hinted at it earlier, and I was being very careful with how I put it, because it was really... we we Me and Chris have talked about this recently, and it's this idea of, it seems like there's a movement in the anime community to mm-hmm. really push away from this negativity, and I'm all for that. It's not that I'm against people being told they're not allowed to have an opinion on shows. It's more of the idea that I am for people saying, look, you're not being critical. You're not being analytical. You're not reviewing this show. You're being venomous. There is a very fine difference between critical, as in negative against a show, or being venomous. It's it's a difference between... Uh, I did. The characters didn't make sense to me, or the characters were utter garbage. There's a difference there. One says I didn't follow this. One says this is a steaming pile of trash. And obviously, if anybody likes steaming pile of the trash, they're stupid. But if they like something that I didn't get, that's two different things. One is insulting the other viewers, and one is saying I just didn't follow what you followed. And I think that movement to push away from that negativity is a great thing. And it's something that didn't really occur to me because I don't listen to as many as what Chris has listened to. But from the batch that I have, the sites that I've looked at, the reviewers I did, the YouTubers that I've watched, uh, at some point I heard that, what was it, a or whatever, where the guy was like, I would tell my younger self not to insult an audience of a show that I didn't like. And it was like That was a, probably about that the, that was felt probably like not- that was a point in which the the stuff that I view and the stuff that I've seen was not so much like day and night, but there was a slow transition happening where people were kind of being more mindful of how to not be venomous, really. And then and then shortly a, a short time later I there was a big kind of shift in all the podcasts and it was very, very subtle, but people started going suddenly everybody's starting to acknowledge that people are not 
liking what people are saying and it's like suddenly people are becoming more more and more self-conscious so if you guys don't like this you have to tell them it's not it's not i'm not saying go out and start bashing them that's like i said at the beginning i don't want i know this is going to sound like i'm shooting scatter shots at everybody and saying change everything what i'm trying to do is start Start bringing us all together. If you want to, if you want to have fun and enjoy anime, go have fun, enjoy anime. If somebody doesn't like your anime, move on. Well, I, I think the more the better way to do that, and because I, I think, yeah, I'm, not, I, I'm with you. I don't like I don't like the idea of going out and attacking people. What I was specifically saying is, I'm liking seeing this movement of the producers to move away from that. What I would say to the viewers, if you're in the same mindset of us, is that you like the idea of not necessarily. It's it's very difficult to say the words here because push a, against the venomous is almost saying like you want them to go out and attack or something. It's more of a thing. I if I'm more of a mindset that if you like the idea of no longer having that venomous element there, more positive and more. Again, like I said earlier. I didn't follow this. That's why I didn't like it. Then support when people do it in a positive way. If you see somebody review something and they don't like it, but they're not venomous, tell them thank you. Like, even if you completely agree with them, even if you disagree with them, tell them thank you. You put that in a way that wasn't venomous. Or thank you for putting it in a way that didn't bash that show. Giving them that positivity that will then show them not necessarily that you're Going and saying, I hate that you don't like my show and you trashed it. They're not going to listen to you. But if you give them that positive reinforcement when they do it correctly, I think it kind of pushes them in the right direction. It's what's pushed us in the right direction. Yeah. If, if, if you literally got, if we you are an example of it. I was, I was, if you listen to our later, older, older reviews, there was a lot of cases where I just like, I didn't like this. I didn't give it the time of day, one star, hate it, whatever. I don't think I was venomous to, uh, bad degree but that positivity has moved me not just so much that i was more positive in my reviews that i was less pro i i hate when i don't like a show and i think that helps me keep myself from being venomous and the positive reinforcements we got from our community and from people through feedback and stuff is what's kept me doing that yeah after after a few times of of hearing hey we like that you guys don't bash every show I was like, well, obviously, that's where our audience wants us to go. So that's the direction we're going. And it's not that we don't like a show or we won't won't like a show. I, I know that's a double negative, whatever. Um, it's more along the lines of, well, we can change the way that we we tell people about a show. If we don't really like the show, we'll we'll kind of let it, like I I may not like what was the what was the show the the, the other season the the war show with the weird ant things. What? <laughs> the war show with the weird ant things. Yes, with the 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 Syscon. oh terraformers. No, with the Syscon. Oh, with the Syscon. The Yandere sister. Oh, Swarsenmarken. Swarsenmarken. I didn't care for it. Wow. But I didn't I didn't talk about it as much. And I could have sit th- sat there and spent 30, 40 minutes explaining every reason why I didn't like it, which was pretty much I was just bored of it. Um, 
and it was a gory and mean show. But Andrew did enjoy a lot of aspects of it, and he was the one who talked about it. So we just shifted the way that we did our reviews. If yeah, don't I, watch Berserk. Don't watch Berserk 2016. <laughs> if I like a show, Andrew, well, it's kind of hard to get Andrew to be quiet for a couple minutes, but I'll probably be the one that's more vocal about that show. And I will tell you about why I like the show and what is cool about the show. And Andrew just will, he'll point out the things that he doesn't like, but he won't be as vocal. And, and that's just the way that we've worked together to bring everything to you guys. It's just a shifting in the way that you do things. It's not necessarily meaning that Andrew doesn't have an honest criticism. It's just that we're shifting the direction of the way that we talk about it. And things. that's what was one of those troubling things is at some point, uh, and I don't mean to call anybody out. We, I heard a comment made and I was like, I almost wonder if that was about us the idea that some people were too positive, and it's like, is, are they talking about us? Well, it's like, I, as far it's as like, I know, I'm my, the, my we're the only more, positive podcast. So, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not pointing out that person. I'm not saying who they are. I'm not saying where I heard it. So they're, and I thank them for listening to us, anyways, even if they, if that's how they feel. Um, but it got me thinking the idea of of that. Just because you're positive a lot doesn't necessarily mean that your opinion is less valid. Like, it just means that you enjoy a lot of things. Uh, you see uh, good in it. I, I mean, we had at some point on their forums, there was a there was a little tussle that happened, and there was this, this argument that was kind of going in a very positive way, and I like that it didn't turn vicious, and it could have turned vicious, but it's because our community is so great, it doesn't turn vicious. But there was a, a disagreement on the idea of, if you really like a show, uh, you should be willing to see the faults in it. It's like... Yeah, but we're not we're not really saying there's no faults in this particular show. It's just what we're not saying what we're saying is that those faults didn't ruin it. And that just says that you, how much you enjoyed all the elements it had even despite those flaws cuz nothing is going to be 100% perfect except for wolf children. <laughs> so if you could still find the positives and it, it doesn't ruin the show for you, it doesn't mean that you're Opinion well, doesn't matter. It well, just means okay. that you enjoyed it let a me, lot. Let me let me let me throw this out there. I I there is a podcast out there that um I actually have chatted with, and in regards to Wolf Children, they pointed out um the the point of that they felt that there was a lull in there, and I I I poked fun back at him, and I said, look, I we we reviewed it, and we said it was generally perfect. I can see why you would say that it has a little lull in it but here's the thing even with if you if you feel like there is a lull it may not necessarily feel like a lull to us and that Grimgar is our fantasy and ash it, it goes back to that very good the pacing example. thing when we're talking about sometimes people see something in a scene more than other people yeah, you can honestly, yeah. If if you watched Arya Double A and that whole thing where I was joking about with the the cut scenes and the the stills, if you've seen something actually in there, that's perfectly fine. If you did see that that was isolation and that did mean something to you, that's perfectly fine, because everybody sees pacing and certain elements of shows differently. Grimgar of Fantasy Ash was a perfect example of where there was a huge divide between people that were saying. This is slow as hell. And they had these long, drawn-out scenes of music videos. It was a, an advertisement for this company. Hell yeah, they got paid by that company to make it. Of course they're going to have the damn music in there. Uh, 
And then there's people like us where we were like, we really, really like what was happening in that scene. It was a great breather moment. We needed a breather moment after that scene. So, yeah, I mean, it's completely depending on who actually views it. I think we I think we're pretty much done. I I I, I we're just over ranting now. Yeah, I think we've got the rant out. We're, we're conversing. That's that's great because uh, we got a lot to talk out of there. I, I think your outline was... Somehow we turned it into two hours. I didn't think... <laughs> I was actually afraid about the 50-minute point. <laughs> and here's an hour later. Um, but that's cool, because I, I, I like that sometimes what this happens is either it doesn't seem like it's going to pan out, but always happens is that we always end up getting stuck on something that we're passionate about. And I hope that it didn't sound like we're tooting our own horn. I hope it doesn't sound like we're repeating ourselves too much. Because uh, a lot of this really is a culmination of a lot of different podcasts that we've talked about it here and there, but this is where we kind of finally come together and break it down. Uh, so again, I hope we don't doesn't sound like we're tooting our horns, doesn't sound like we're repeating ourselves, even though I just repeat that. We I hope, hope you guys you enjoyed guys, it. I, I hope, I hope something of, comes from this. I hope a lot of you have listened to us long enough to know kind of the feeling behind what we're trying to say here. This is not like Andrew's saying us us kind of building ourselves up. Well, I don't I don't care. I I I don't I know that sounds bad. I hate it when I do this because I don't want you to think that I don't care about your guys' support because your guys' support is means all the world to me. What I mean is I don't I don't care if people think that we're better because of this. I I don't. I don't think that. I don't want that. I want you guys to have something that you can use that makes you feel better about bringing people together and making a community out of this one thing that we all love. We all come together for one thing, and that is anime. That's what we love. And if you disagree with us, that's perfectly fine, too. We'll still accept you with open arms. We love you. We love you. We love you all. I'm watching you through your window. You already got called out on that one. Probably. <laughs> People don't like me looking in the windows, apparently. <laughs> we hope you guys enjoy this. I hope this made sense. Uh, it was a weird outline that ended up turning into a lot of good discussion. So, um, again, if you if you have any feedback on this stuff, definitely let us know this in the article. This is why this Chris form. doesn't write outlines. <laughs> <laughs> I try to make something of it and it didn't work out too well. <laughs> Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed, despite all that, and y'all take care. Os.
Joo. Joo. <laughs> I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> oh, this is fun. <laughs> but stop talking about your ex-girlfriend. Exactly. If you hate her so much, if she's the vile of womanhood, stop talking about her and move on with your life.